I was extra in a negative way. I was extra in a way that if it wasn't big, this big, huge thing that I wasn't happy, my whole happiness was tied up in having something being so big instead of having little things add up to something big. Welcome to Speak Life Project. I am so glad that you stopped in. This is a place where we talk about all the things from real life topics to daily struggles, and we're going to dive right in. So today I want to talk about there's beauty and simplicity. And if you know me, I am one of the most extra people. And when I heard that top that title, I was like, okay, Lord. What are you trying to show me? And he brought up all these different times where I really did enjoy the beauty that was in the simple things of life. And it really took me a long time to even get to this point because I had such an expectation for things that if it wasn't on a grand level, then I was unhappy, which meant I was unhappy all the time. But one day... When I was crying, the Lord showed me, he's like, it's because you have such a high expectation for things, which there was more underlying issues that was under that. But he's like, you have such a high expectation of things. No one can reach it, not even yourself. And I was like, ouch, you're right. And so if that's you, because I feel like a lot of people these days, especially with social media and being able to see that you can do things on a grander scale causes us to not just find the beauty in the simple things of life that's right in front of us. And so especially if you're if you have a pes- a pessimistic point of view on life, then nothing will make you happy because you won't see the simple things in the day-to-day life that actually can add up to something that's bigger. And so it's so funny that I'm even talking about this Because like I said, if you knew me, you would know that most of the things that I would do was so extra. But then when it was little simple things that I enjoyed, I didn't think it was good enough. So then it caused a lot of stuff even in my marriage, in friendships, me as a daughter with my family. Because if someone did something that was small, but to them... It was something that was great because they're like, man, I'm thinking of you. So I'm going to do this little gesture for you. I didn't think it was enough. So inside, I'm like, that's not enough. And it was so ugly. So when the Lord showed me that, I was like, wow, Lord, I've been doing this for most of my life because the underlying issue was that I had too high of an expectation. And I probably had too high of an expectation because people had let me down in the past and people had overpromised, underdelivered. under-delivered with things in my life before, family members or people that said they were going to be there and they weren't. So I really feel like I got to that place of having such a high expectation because of that void I was trying to fill of really rejection. And so in order to not feel that or in order to get to that place of having such a high expectation that no one can reach, it gave me an excuse of putting up a wall or being disappointed. Like nobody ever does this for me. No one ever does this for me. So I'm just going to sulk and stay in this place of always being mad and upset because nobody does this. Nobody can do it. Nobody throws me a party or nobody, you know, it was different things. And I'll get to the party thing here in a second, but 
I just had to realize that I had such high and false expectations on people, almost like a perfection thing that no one can reach it. And it was funny because with the whole perfection thing, I started to put that on myself. And then that's when I started to claim the whole, oh, I'm a perfectionist, which most women that I'm around, they say that, oh, I'm a perfectionist. You almost wear it as a badge of honor. But if you unpack that and look at that a little more, then you can see that there's something that stems or something that takes place for us to get to that place of being a perfectionist because we're not perfect. People's not perfect. Nobody's going to be perfect. And when we become a perfectionist, we actually put that on others to have an expectation that's so high that no one's going to be able to reach. So then we get disappointed because we're like, you didn't reach that expectation that I had. And then half the time when we have that expectation, we don't even communicate that to the other person thinking that they could read our minds. But in your mind, you're hoping that they reach that bar. And then it's just like this never ending cycle of disappointment. So I wasn't even going to go down that path, but I did. So I'm pretty sure that someone needed to hear that. And I'm telling you because I walked down that same road, but now I'm on the other side of that perfectionism and I'm able to do things and not be stuck because of such high expectations that no one, not even myself could reach. So not too long ago, about a few months ago, I went to Europe with some friends and it was a girl trip. It was a trip of the life of my life. It was a trip of a lifetime. It was amazing. I had so much fun and being able to be gone for 12 days and see so many different parts of Europe was just breathtaking for me. And if you know me, I love to travel. So when I was able to go on that trip for my 30th birthday, I literally was like a kid in the candy shop the whole time, just so full of joy. And I really wanted to savor and to take in everything that I saw because I'm like, wow, God, we, we live in the United States. There's this whole other country that's going on and doing life at the same time. And so I want to see what it looks like, what the different culture is like, what the different, uh, the architect looks like all the different things that's in a different country. I can't wait to see. So my promise to myself was to take it all in and to really enjoy what I was seeing and not be pessimistic at that time. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to have, I'm going to put this lens on where I'm an optimist and nothing's going to steal my joy because this is a trip of a lifetime. So the first place that we went to was Paris. And in my mind, in the back of my mind, I had this whole picture of what it looks like because everyone has this saying with Paris that it's dirty, that there's the people are rude, that there's so many people that pickpocket, all these different things. So in my mind, I'm like, oh my goodness, what am I going to walk into? My expectation is this, but I told you, Lord, that I'm going to take everything in. So I'm going to go with an open mind. So we get to Paris. When I say that it was beautiful, I literally have no idea what people were talking about. It made me in the past it was like that. But they said that the Olympics is coming there next year. So they cleaned up and changed a lot of things. But when we got there, there was like traces of gold in all the different buildings. Every single building, every single house has one of those French porches on it. And there's probably another word for it, but that's the way that I described it. 
every single house had a French porch. So it didn't matter if the house looked old or not. It all had this beautiful porch that you were able to open the windows. Every single window as well was one of those windows that you can open up like that, that like came outward. And you were able to go out on that French porch and oversee everything outside. So I remember seeing that and thinking, that's so beautiful. Like, it's so simple, but it's so beautiful if you think about it. And then every place that we went into, it was all neutral colors. It was like black and white with some with a hint of gold or it was like a tans and blush pink with black and white and hints of gold. But in all of that, even though it was so simple, everything was neutral, everything was uniform, there was beauty in the simplicity. And this Lord star, the, the Lord started to paint this whole picture to me like, Look at how beautiful you think that that is with the gold and with the black and white and with the hints of blush or whatever color was neutral. There was like sometimes it was like navy blue or a pop of green, but it was like an olive green. But it was so beautiful. I couldn't stop taking pictures of all the the things that I was seeing because it was so elegant, even though it was so simple. So then he was like, that's how it is with my creation and with life and with the day-to-day task and when you're doing the day-to-day things that may feel like it's daunting because you're doing the same thing with the same schedule he's like if you can find the beauty and simplicity then you will learn how to be content you can learn how to be happy with everything that's around you and be grateful and so when he started to paint this whole picture I was like I have to talk about this because I think in life in our society today, in our culture, it's so easy to be ungrateful. It's so easy to turn to being negative and to complain about everything because we don't have this. And next thing you know, we become entitled and we don't even realize it. And then people don't want to be around people that's entitled. They're annoying. So he was showing me this whole picture of there's beauty in the simplicity of life. So we can choose to either see the cup half full or the cup half empty. And for me, it's easy to see the cup half empty. I haven't always been that way, but I really think because of disappointment after after disappointment, or in my eyes, people not reaching the expectation that I had for so many years, it caused me to just be negative. Like, oh, well, they didn't do this, they didn't do that. And next thing you know, you're becoming critical about everything and anyone and everyone. And it's like this negative thing that brings you down brings everyone else down that's around you and so when he showed me the beauty and simplicity when I came back home I was like okay so I just came from the highlight of my life from this trip and now I'm going back home so I could easily slip back into the uh we're just in West Virginia we're just where all the nature and the trees are there's no culture there's no people where I'm at I could have easily slipped into that place but I was like, God, what you showed me with that beauty, I'm going to take and apply it to my life here. And so I started to find the beauty in my day-to-day life. So with me, with my extraness, I would have to go get a coffee three times a day that was like away, like out of the house. Now I might have you know, narrowed it down to just one. But I really have tried to, and I know that this may not be a big deal to others, but for me... It's a big deal. So with the coffee, I was like, instead of going to get this extra coffee every single day and spending $10, 
I'm going to try it at home because I literally have like three different coffee machines and I have cold brew in the fridge and I had all these different things. And I'm like, I got to try and find the beauty in what I have at home. So I'm going to start trying to drink coffee from home. And so even my coffee today is from home, which I was, you know, excited about because I'm like, look at me growing and changing. But anyway, so I started to find out what I liked at home with the coffee that I had and the things that I had at home. And now my husband's doing the same. And now when I go to certain coffee shops and I drink that coffee, I'm like, I actually like the one that I have at home better. And that alone to me is an example of beauty and the simplicity. Or when my husband does a gesture for me, like he'll do the dishes or he'll buy something for me that I needed in the house without me asking. That's finding beauty in the simplicity of things. Because in the past, I was like, well, you did that, but that's not what I was asking for or needing. I needed this. And it was never enough. And so when I was able to find the pleasure out of little things in life like that, it caused me to change as a person and not be and not complain as much and not be nagging and not be negative all the time. And so now I really could truly say that when I wake up, I wake up happy. I wake up wanting to look for the the beauty and the simple things in my life. Because if we don't do that, then you can turn into that person that's bitter, hating the world and everything, and literally hating your life because every day you have to do the mundane things. And if we can just get in our mind what the Lord has done for us, even dwelling on those things, the goodness of God is another beauty in simplicity. Dwelling on what he's done for you, looking at your life and taking inventory, you're like, wow, God. If I look back on my life, I went from here all the way to here and I've come a long way and I'm so thankful. I'm so great. I'm so grateful. Then you'll start to find joy in that as well. Just writing out what you're thankful for and what the Lord has done for you. And then if someone else in your life is going through a time where they are feeling like there's nothing good going on, you can share what he's done for you. And then it's contagious. And then they're full of joy. And then they start to look at their life and how God has brought them through a lot as well. And then when you're out and about in nature, like I live in West Virginia, it's beautiful here and they call it almost heaven. I think because the nature here is so beautiful, but because it's country to me and I'm so used to the city life, I kind of threw it off to the side, the beauty of the nature that's here. But when I change my perspective and my mindset, now I'm like, literally, there's so much beauty in my backyard. I'm going to go start exploring and seeing the different places and different waterfalls and different sightseeing spots that I can go hike and find the beauty in the nature that God has put in my backyard. And it's the same with you, whether you live in the city or not in the city, even though it's maybe less nature, there's still things that you can find. I love the city. So if I lived in the city and I was trying to find the beauty and the simplicity, I would go find treasures of coffee shops or even parks or different things that I can see God's beauty in. But for me, I live in West Virginia, so it's going to be a lot different than the city life. But I said all, all the, all of that to say that if you can take the time to open up your eyes and maybe it's hard for you to do that, ask the Lord to help you. And he's going to show you how to find 
beauty in the simple things of life. And I'm telling you, like I know my name, that when you begin to do that, you'll start to see a shift take place in your thought process, in your perspective, going from seeing the the glass half empty to half full. And you just begin to be this joyful, happy person because you don't need the extra things in life, the big, huge, the big, huge events to make you happy. Yes, those things aren't bad either. Like, I'm not saying that it's bad to, to have those desires and stuff, but don't let it be so high of an expectation that no one can reach it. So now if I, I'm still an extra person, like God has made me that way to be extra, but I was extra in a negative way. I was extra in a way that if it wasn't big, this big, huge thing that I wasn't happy, my whole happiness was tied up in having something being so big instead of having little things add up to something big, but I'm still extra. And I say that because one day I was like, God, I started crying because people called me that. And they're like, oh my goodness, you're too much. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, God, why am I so extra? And he's like, you're extra because I made you that way. So I'm not trying to tell you to change that if God's made you that way. We all have different personalities and that's my personality. Like I'm just, I'm extra. But I shouldn't have had my happiness tied to what someone does in a big way or having to always have something be so much. So now when something big does happen in my life, I'm able to appreciate it, but not have my whole, my whole life and my whole worth wrapped up in that specific thing being huge, if that makes any sense. So I hope that this encouraged you find the beauty and simplicity and the simple things in life in your day to day routine. And you'll see that you'll be excited to get up and to to get to know the Lord more and get to create relationships and not have that perfectionism uh, torment you because it is tormenting because you know what you're supposed to do. You know what God's called you to do. You know what you aspire to do with your life. But when you have that perfectionism and that high expectation that no one can ever reach, it holds you down. It's almost like you're sinking in sinking sand and you can't get out and you know what to do, but you can't get out. And it's like this cycle. And so until you can break that with finding, finding the beauty and simplicity and then doing the things, whether it's perfect or not, and having that high expectation, then until you can do that, then you won't grow or get to the place that God is wanting to bring you to. So I'm going to pray us out. And I hope that you guys enjoyed this time together. So, Father, I pray for each and every person, woman that's on here listening. I pray that you would help them to see the beauty and simplicity that we would go from feeling blah and doing the mundane things in life and going through the routine and going through the motions to being excited to do life with you, being excited to get up in the morning and to do the things that you've placed in our life, being excited to be a good steward of what you place in our life, Lord. I just pray that if we do see things from the the glass being half empty, that you would change our perspective to be optimistic about life, that you would even show us in our own backyard the things that we could be grateful for in this time and in this day and age. Show us the things that we can be thankful for, Lord. I pray that you would even give us you would even give us visions of all the things that you brought us through, all the things that you brought us to with our own lives. Help us to, to see the way that you see, Lord. 
that's always my prayer is that you would help me to see the way that you see so that we're able to match our hearts, our minds, our actions and everything that we do to yours. And I thank you for all that you're going to do in and through us as we change our perspective to be optimistic and to find beauty and simplicity. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember to speak life always. I'll catch you next week. Bye. <laughs>